Now, last episode of There Was Nothing New Underneath the Sun, we discussed um, depression and how it's important to, you know, ask for help when you're depressed. And I even discussed some of the feelings that I feel when I go through depression. And I I ended off with saying that, hey, basically within somewhat of their analogy that was on the spot of yelling for help. But then I got to thinking, like, how many of us actually know how to ask for help? You know, we could be in a need for help or some type of assistance, but our pride or situations get in the way and we forget how to ask for help. And within that, we stay in our bubble and we stay stuck. But I'm... I wanted to go over a couple of things. Um, I know my very, like my very, very first episode of season one, I was talking about, you know, how um, a friend, um, Gerard, asked me, he was like, yo, I seen that you had some, some things going on. And I know you always joked about saying that you had anxiety and everything. He was like, I wonder, bro, like, is it clinically diagnosed? You know what I'm saying? Have you spoken with anybody? Or are you self, just self-diagnosing yourself? And... With that catalyst of me being open, it made me was like to think like, let me really see if there's something going on with me, um, that way I can receive the necessary help, um, or just have someone to talk to, right? And ultimately, um, I was diagnosed with anxiety, but I also found someone I could talk to and discuss things that goes on in my life, and I didn't know for years how to ask for help because. You know, we self-medicate, and for years I've self-medicated myself, and it was never um, it was never a good turnout for me, even mentally, even physically and health-wise. You know, uh, by self-medicating ourselves, you know, we tend to do it in a negative manner and not so in a positive manner, and the outcome is always going to be negative, whether it's our mental, our health, or just our Everything around us just seems to like fall apart more and more. We self-medicate. At least for me, that's what I experienced and that's what I saw. Um, so I think it's very important for us to learn how to ask for help. And one thing that we could utilize for us to ask for help is to, you know, be vulnerable, but not just be vulnerable, be open to speaking with someone, you know speaking with a therapist and just reaching out and making that first step, right? And in order to do that, you know, you got to be honest and you got to be open. You got to be willing to be um, discuss your mental health with a therapist or someone who's in that position that they can support you with your, provide you guidance with your feelings, your thoughts and expressions that help you better understand your situation. Because sometimes we don't know what's really going on in our head and we need that second opinion or that second that's from a um a outsider's perspective right um and like without that we just we just get one-sided right one-sided opinions and that's not good and because then the, the fight is already fixed and i would say um like one of the, the second thing that we should do is prepare beforehand you know think about your thoughts or think about things that you want to discuss with that person or thoughts or emotions that you want to reflect with them. You know what I mean? 
and issues and concerns. Like one of the things that my therapist always asks me is, um, as soon as we get on the phone, she said, "How are you doing?" You know, saying, "How's everything going?" And she follows up with that with a, with a question is, "Is there anything that you want to discuss?" Or and even at the that's at the beginning, but at the end, she she always asks, is, "You know, is there anything that you want to discuss that we did not discuss?" Like before we even get off of here, I don't want you leaving out of here, you know, feeling incomplete. And it's something that really, uh, it's really thoughtful now just looking back at it because what is the point of going to a therapist or what's the point of going and seeking help? And if your issues are not being addressed, your, your concerns are not being met, right? And also, so the next thing I would say, the third one would be, uh, Move at your own pace, right? Even though you're talking with some a mental health professional, um, move at your own pace because we still got to be able to get comfortable with them, right? Like even with this podcast, I had to move at my own pace for me to be um, comfortable with ex- expressing myself to to not just to you all, but people that know me personally, you know what I mean? And making myself vulnerable like that, you know, stepping out of my safe space to... Um, to discuss this and so I have to build trust not just with my therapist or I have to build trust with you all you know what I mean and that's a big deal because you don't want your you don't want to display yourself and turn to find out you can't you you're unable to trust the person that you're displaying yourself to like you at your most vulnerable and then they be like let's like telling your best friend what's going on with yourself and then you get in the argument or and then your best friend pulls out your vulnerability in front of other people. Like that's like a jab in itself, right? That's one of those things. That's to me, that's one of those things that you really can't come back from. You know, you really can't because I was being open with you. So you got to move at your own pace. Build that trust. Build that um, understanding. Build that rapport with your therapist or whoever you're speaking with, whoever you're talking to. You know what I mean? Because it goes, it speaks volume in itself. And then the next thing, it would be like, it would be, uh, I say that like the fourth thing would be like, ask questions, you know. what Me, I like to ask questions like, what can I do better? Or is there anything that you feel like I need to improve on? Or what steps can I improve on? Um, <clears throat> what can I do outside of medicine or outside, yeah, outside of medicine that I can utilize as a resource when I get into a situation, I feel an anxiety attack coming on, or when I feel like I'm being confined in by my social anxiety, what can I utilize, right? And there's plenty of things and there's plenty of resources, but if you don't ask those questions, then you would never know what those resources are, right? And then you're just pulling on, and then you you putting yourself at risk of using uh, negative stuff to uh, get you through it, you know? Um, I think one of the, the greatest resources that my um, therapist told me about, and even uh, Gerard even had mentioned, was Calm. Check out the app, Calm, C-A-L-M, Calm. And I hope I spelled it right. I'm just shooting off the breeze, but shooting from the hip here. But the Calm app, yeah, C-A-L-M, so, <laughs> excuse me. But the Calm app has helped me a lot. It's helped me with my, my sleeping regimen. It's helped me when I have um, anxiety it's helped me with learning different techniques and everything, and it really gets me there, as well as just seeking questions help you receive clarification of what your therapist is saying. Because if you don't understand something, then 
you're just walking away blind. You got to get clarification so you can utilize those tools and resources to get you where you need to be. Um, and clarification just helps doing that. Like clarification helps with your, um, even at work, you know, and your day to day life and everyday relationship, just clarification speaks volume. So you don't want to go away and just, you leave them with one thought and they, they, they're like, that's not totally, I did not even mean that. Like, where did you get that from? Lack of clarification, right? And I would say the fifth thing would be, be open for feedback um, and suggestions. Like, what do I need? Like, suggestions go a long way. Feedback go a long way. Like, even with my photography business, after I have a client, I send them an email that says, yo, um, your feedback it's very important to me. And now you get those surveys and stuff and you think those are cliches or even at the job, you get those, like you like cliches, like do my feedback even really even mean anything. But feedback goes a long way. Like feedback can help me improve my business. Um, as far as my customer to client, I mean, owner to client relationship. And it, it helped me build rapport with my clients, you know, because their feedback, and it, and I tell them, like, yo, because of your feedback, I implemented this, and I see the results, and I see the gain in that, and I thank you for your feedback. Your feedback really does help, and it means a lot to me because um, they they feel like they're a part of what's going on, and I don't want you to feel like, I don't want my customer or my client, I should say, feel like their feedback or their input is not valued, you know, because it's a two-way street. Everything is a two-way street. If it's a one-way, then you got a problem. And so feedback and suggestions go a long way, you know. And I remember, and you got to remember that a therapist or a mental health professional are trained professionals. So you're not just taking it, the information from a cousin. You're not just taking the information from a rando, as it say, or a friend or, or a colleague. But you're taking with someone who's been trained, certified, it has more resources than your friend or your colleague or whoever it may be, and they have their they they have procedures, excuse me, and guidelines that are set in place to protect you and to help you. You know what I'm saying? So it's really important to reach out to someone on that level to get you to where you need to be. Once again, I do apologize that this is not a visual podcast this time. But I wanted to get something out there, as like I said before, and because um, I received some feedback about my last um, my last podcast, and I'm utilizing that that you know the uh, individual told me that he, that he took away that it said that you know it's about it was about hope, and that made me want to jump in and do this episode and like, what do you need to do or what do you have in place? When you're trying to receive help, don't be in a don't get yourself stuck in a rut because you don't want to ask for help, right? Don't get yourself out there, like I said before, in that ocean and just swimming in the darkness and and you don't act and not try to ask for help. Your resources are there. Utilize your resources, you know. And do, you got to ask for help, but you got to find help from a trusted, reliable individual. And that goes a long way in this journey and this walk that we're taking. Um, learn to ask for help despite of yourself, despite of your pride, despite of your feelings, despite of your depression, despite of your anxiety. Learn to ask for help. 
in spite of what's going on around you in this whole world, that everything that might bog you down, we still got to ask for help. And one of the strongest people in my life, um, and which gives what she gives me strength, um, it, it amazes me how just looking back right now, even this conversation, I seen her ask for help when she didn't have the necessary resources or the strength. I mean, she asked for help and I seen family swarm around like a community, like a beehive and picked her up and got her on her way and asked for help. It goes, you get gang strength by asking for help. Think about an ant, right? A colony of ants. If you take one ant and you have him out there alone, that ant might not survive. But when that ant has help from the other ants, it's, they be able to do magnificent, monumentous things. They build caverns. They build tunnels. They're able to get resources, food, livestock. Not even livestock, but they're able to save up resources for the winter. They do so much together as a colony. Just like a bee, they do so much together and they strengthen that. Because they know that they're not by themselves. Please know that you're not in this by yourself. Help is there. You just got to go and seek it. Put your pride to the side and yell out for help and reach out for help. I'm glad I reached out for help when I didn't see help in front of me. Because I, even now, even through the short stint that I've been receiving my help, as I feel better. You know what I mean? I feel in a better position. I feel in a better place than I was have been in years. And I'm thankful for me even reaching out for the help. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to sound like Snoop, Snoop Dogg just then. I want to thank myself. No, but I think I had to. I think myself for having the courage to ask for help. You know, and I think my I thank those around me for encouraging me to seek out help. So I'm gonna encourage you to seek out help if you need it. Don't get in this race or try to do everything on your own because you're not alone. And I want to thank you again for listening to Mining My Images, the podcast. I didn't have an intro to this one because I just wanted to dive in and talk about this and get this off of my chest. And hopefully this episode helps somebody to even get started with getting help. You know, do it. Not do it. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for those who you care around. You know, it's very, very important for us to do that. Um, sometimes it's it's a selfless act, you know, just asking for help for yourself. I don't even know if that makes sense, but that just think about that a little bit. Just think about that a little bit. I'm not even going to try to expound on that, but I want to thank you again for tuning into Mining My Images, the podcast. It means a lot to me for y'all to, that listen and to tune in, you know, um, and I love y'all, and I hope y'all have a great and wonderful day. Until next time, this is Mind of My Images, the podcast.